Hi, I'm Diane Worthington with Women Beyond a Certain Age. And I'm Denise Favaldo. Today, we are going to discuss summer entertaining. And I'll tell you why. Diane brought up the best point. Last month, we were talking about shows for this month. And she said, I like the summer parties because, tell them why, Diane. Because they're not fussy. It's all about casual, informal entertaining. What a relief. I I mean, as much as I love my silver, china, and crystal, uh, which comes out the other holidays in December and November, I don't see it the rest of the year. This is about ease and casual and not worrying about everything. The things that decorate are things like flowers from your garden or fruit from your trees, if you have them, or whatever if you buy at the market for your centerpieces and little candles. It's not a big to do. And so you're really celebrating being with your friends and loving good, zesty, yummy food and wine and and just relaxing. We I, need to relax. I, I, I agree. I agree. I do know this. We just did a Facebook Live just if people, I don't know if they'll be on the Woman Beyond a Certain Age page. They should be. But Diane, we'll talk about it some more because yeah. Cindy brought a pre-made pizza crust. From Trader Joe's. From Trader Joe's, meaning pre-made that it's still the dough. And then we grilled it. Diane grilled it on her grill, which I had never done that before. I've heated pizzas up on the grill. Yeah. I've done, you know, reheat, stuff like that. But Diane threw that pizza dough down on the grill. (laughs) Then Cindy had beautiful toppings uh, toppings to go on it. And we just ate it for lunch. And I'm going to tell you something. That was one delicious pizza. I know. It it was wonderful. It wasn't pretty because we didn't take a lot of time to make it pretty. Right. But it sure tasted good. And Diane, and you had said this before, if you had four or five of those doughs all rolled out like that, and you put them on the grill, and then you put the toppings next to it, people could be decorating their own pizzas. Okay, so... And how fun is that? Well, to that point, I have done exactly that. I've had a number of pizza parties. I've also done it where I, and I generally, I have to say, I make my dough because it's so so easy that uh, we'll put it up, my dough, uh, on the site, okay? If you have a minute or 10 minutes, that's all it takes to make the uh, dough. Or if you don't, you can go to Trader Joe's. That's right, exactly. I mean, you can go to your pizzeria and also ask them for it. I'll tell you why. Pizza dough, and like Diane's recipe, I know we have another friend, George Geary, who has a great pizza dough recipe. Yes. We have friends that have, in the 80s, when I first started cooking, if you remember, Diane, and you were cooking before that, there was not easy pizza dough. And people... And Martha Stewart came out with pizza dough, and if you didn't have the exact correct temperature, I mean to the, that yeah. pizza dough failed. Yeah. So then Baboli came out in grocery stores. Oh, God, but that's not pizza dough, No, Denise. but you know what? No, it's not. But in the 80s, I fooled. I made a yeah. lot of money giving people that pizza dough, <laughs> Diane. I love it. But, and it's because we could, uh, one, I didn't even have a mixer big enough in my catering kitchen, you know, to make yeah. the dough in the, but I will say this. We've come a long way in pizza dough, and the ones that are the uncooked balls that are in Trader Joe's, Whole Food, different places. Yeah, a lot of markets have they're them. They're good. They're but good. the other thing is if you want, if there's a pizzeria that you love, they were happy to sell you their pizza dough. You are correct. So those are a lot of quick ways to do it. 
Otherwise, if you want to make it, I keep it in my freezer. I mean, because it's so easy. But be all that as it may, we rolled out the pizza dough into a sort of a round. I spray it with, I use an olive oil spray on both sides. And I have this giant spatula. It looks like a it looks like a giant pancake stainless it's fun. steel. That is a, it's a gigantic pancake yeah, spatula. Yeah, I don't know where you get that. We'll have to look into that. And you you have to get your barbecue to the right temperature. It has to be very hot so that when you slide it onto the grates. And I, by the way, I also um, uh, greased my uh, the grates of the barbecue uh, with she some oil. She sprayed them. Yeah. She surely did. Yeah. And so there would be no sticking if you had you know hot enough. You slip them on there for about two to three minutes, and then you just turn them, and they have the grill marks on them, and they're cooked. Then you do the second side, and while you're doing the second side, you're getting your uh, condiments ready, you flip it back again. So now both sides are cooked, and the top side is now going to have all of your condiments, your tomato sauce, your cheeses, your prosciutto, your pancetta, I love sauteed leeks. I mean, there's you you know what you can put on a pizza. And then you um, cover it either with a big uh, top of a big pan pot or your, your barbecue itself, and you let the cheese melt. And then you slip it back onto a pizza tray, bring it in, and it's, it, it's really easy. Take a look at what we did on the Facebook Live page. But I tell you, it's so much fun because... It, 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 it honestly it is a major conversation starter everybody yes. gets into it everybody's having fun what are you putting on yours why are you doing and that you know what and it's fun i honey i saw it when you were doing it today i thought if you were giving a college graduation party or it could be a high school graduation yeah. party yeah a father's day party right a baseball softball team end of you know end of the end of the season end of the season party i mean it would work for so many things then diane also yeah made a taste of I called it the taste of summer salad that let her describe to you but it was just so fresh oh my god you know it's all about using the best ingredients and it was really a very simple salad of uh, small baby romaine gems lettuce or any kind of baby romaine and I'm big on I don't like the dark dark green even though they're the best for you I like the crunchier light green and white uh, leaves and I Chopped them and then I added I don't know what oh I added some grilled fresh corn. corn, yeah no I didn't even grill it I just uh, uh, took a corn on the cob and uh, shucked it right in there. You had um, tomatoes and then I had tomatoes and artichoke hearts and I made a really nice light vinaigrette with white balsamic white wine vinegar olive oil Dijon mustard uh, shallots and garlic it and was I, I make it for a week so I always have it so I don't have to think about it. But anyway, it was a very fresh, light salad to go with the pizza. But here's the thing. And so I, Denise knows this, I wrote The Taste of Summer. It was so much fun. It's actually a cute story. The editors at at the time at Bantam Books, which is one of the biggest booksellers in New York City, publishing houses, found my first book, The Cuisine of California, and the editor called me and said, we love your book so much. Will you write a book for us? I mean, I was like, are you kidding me? What do you want me to write? So she said, oh, well, you're from California, so how about summer cooking? I said, oh, sure. So that's how the taste of summer came to be. Because East Coast people think all we do is eat summer. But they don't know about the climate. Um, now, now that the climate changed, you don't know what, what season you're eating. But 
Um, so that's how that came to be. And it was so much fun to write about and create recipes that were really light, fresh, clean, based on California, modern California cooking. You know, it, there, there's nothing like celebrating summer. That's all I got to say to you, Denise. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I think that, one, we do have beautiful summers in California. There's no doubt about it. Um, I know this, that because we, and, you know, people always say, well, you live outside more in Los Angeles. Yes, you do. Do you know what I mean? You can't help it. It's so gorgeous out. The other day on Saturday afternoon, Kenny and I, we did not go to a movie because it was so beautiful out. We went down to the Ventura Harbor and had a salad and a cocktail. Oh, you know, nice. oh, it was, and we just watched the world go by, and oh. it was so beautiful. And he and I said we should be doing this every Saturday. You know, I think sometimes we get, um, uh, we get attached to our computers, or we get to get out and enjoy how beautiful the weather was. Was something, and but it, it, Diane sitting there, Kenny immediately, my husband, who's not even a big salad eater, said, "Oh, I feel like something light and refreshing." And that's what I think when grilled yeah. pizza and a salad like that could work for so, for so many yeah. events. Then when I saw you out there, I thought I remembered. Of course, in catering, we usually were heating pizzas up. But mm -hmm. how much fun would that be if you were having a small wedding and with a grill like yours to have pizzas for just fresh pizza coming off the grill and people get a slice of pizza as they were waiting you know yeah or make them little miniature pizzas my god that would be fun yeah first of all i think your attitude is different in the summer i think <laughs> yeah. you're more relaxed i think you're more ready to kind of party and just just relax and my childhood was filled with just amazing summers we had a big pool in the backyard I, I mean, I swam, I was a fish, and my mother would make barbecues all the time, and, you know, big salads and steaks, and I don't know, it was just, it was, it was such a great memory. I tell know. me why, no, Dr. Denise. No, I think that, <laughs> let me tell you one thing, Memorial Day, Yeah. when we were talking about Memorial Day last time, and Memorial Day, I think, is the beginning of people thinking, oh, I'll go buy a grill, I'll go get a grill, right. I better clean my grill. Right. And, and I they can wear white shoes. And, yes. <laughs> and I watched people on Facebook and on Instagram showing all the things they made. And you know what? More than anything, I just saw people having a really a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just a good time. It's a good time. So let's all enjoy it this summer, huh? Now, Cindy and I made... Yeah. pineapple ice cream on Memorial Day at my house. We did a little Facebook Live. It's on the Woman Beyond a Certain Age Facebook page. And the only reason I say it is it was delicious. Okay. Mm. So okay. simple. I grilled the pineapple, Diane. You can well, heat it in the oven. The, the caramelization it, of that is ridiculous. With fabulous. bourbon syrup. Okay. Oh, now, it was delicious. I made it in my little cheap Cuisinart ice cream maker. Yeah, I have that. But That's I'll great. tell you, I cannot tell you how many requests we, Cindy posted the recipe, how many requests people talked about it. But you know what? There's nothing better than homemade ice cream when the summer months are coming. And now with, you don't have to churn it with the old fashioned no. situation. Uh, and really, these are like I think that must be like $49 before you get your 20% off at Bed Bath & Out. They are beyond. They are really reasonable if you want to make ice. Frozen yogurt, frozen ice cream, frozen sorbet. And your strawberry ice cream. Oh, yeah, that crushed strawberry is was fabulous. And I liked it because mine did not have eggs in it. 
and yours did. Mine's a custard. Yours is a real custard. Yeah. But for people that have never made ice cream, I think we gave them two good two yeah. two different places to start, which yeah. is what's important. Well, I think it's much like the grill today. I think people they should worry less and cook more. And because then no matter what happens now, the other thing we have to talk about. Yes. Uh, holidays, 4th of July coming up, but you just made, again, we got here, <laughs> Di Diane was testing a recipe for her t a, a Tribune column, and it was a, like an apple tartan, but she made it out of fresh nectarines. Yes. Oh, my God, and we just ate some with vanilla yogurt, and we can post pictures of it and that recipe, Diane, after it's, you know, yeah. appeared in the Chicago Tribune. Sh yeah. Chicago Tribune. We have to put that on. I saw, I came in <laughs> and saw you put that t together and I would say six or seven minutes. You were making fun of me. With I was. Gloves. Now I'll tell you why I was making fun of Diane. <laughs> One, I really enjoy it because she is the princess. <laughs> Everybody that knows her calls her Princess Diane. So when she's not Princess Diane, like today when she became the short order ninja cook on the barbecue, <laughs> I can't help myself. Okay. But this was the best. She made this... It, she made it, and of course, she's questioning herself the whole time. Oh, oh this is oh, this is going to work. Oh, this is a wrong size pan. It was flawless. The thing turned out flawless. But I think this is so. What I like is, this is so typical of when we're cooking. We sometimes second guess ourselves, and even when we're really strong cooks, we want it to be perfect. Or you want it to turn out, in my okay. case. But no, <laughs> Diane, that, I wasn't going for perfect. No, that was so more than just turning out. I mean, the most important thing was that my nails were... So I came oh, yeah. in and she had on rubber, her latex gloves. I said, Diane, my God, such sanitation in the home kitchen. She said, no, I just had a manicure. Sanitation, Denise? We're talking nails. I my was, manicure. I was so impressed. But let me tell you something. She was chopping up those nectarines. There was no rest well, for I've the Well, I've got to go do some research because when I uh, came up with this idea, I, I don't know. I thought that nectarines and peaches had both freestone and clingstone. In other words, they're varietals I see. where one clings to the stone and the other is a freestone. So oh. when you're slicing it... It doesn't stick to, you know. I know. Well, it makes it harder yeah, if it's a clingstone. It looks stone. like a mess to me when I was doing it, but I think I finally figured out how to do it, even if they are clingstone. Well, it's it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard with... Oh, wait, excuse me. Bulletin, okay. bulletin. Cindy uh -oh. just checked it out, and I actually am right. Darn market I went to didn't have the right varietal. But well, there are... So look for free stones okay. if you're going to make this uh, yeah. upside down cake it's a sour cream oh, it's delicious. butterscotch uh nectarine upside down cake and it was divine and it took no time at all yeah i'm I big mean, on that as we all know you know when you just said this here's something and of course this comes back to cookbooks buying if you like to cook i'm sure you have some cookbooks that are that each of you loves one of the things that's happened is when my father owned grocery stores, the produce man was always there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He had an assistant or two, but the produce man in our grocery stores was called Zeb Saya. And that's so funny that his name, I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I can remember. I love that. His name was Zeb Saya. 
Well, he practically knew what time the cantaloupes were going to be ripe on Saturday afternoon. Oh, my God. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. He, Finding people like that is not easy now. And he knew every kind of fruit and why it was in and why it's not in and what happened to him with the growers and why he couldn't afford to bring them into the store right now. Or He just really knew produce. Well, because in, the other thing was, as a grocery store checker for my all of my teenage years in my dad's stores, we didn't have scanners so, so what does we that had mean? To, there was no scanner and a tag, Diane. So you had to know what was the red delicious apple, what was a pippin apple. You, oh. you had to know every kind of fruit because you had to weigh it on the scale. Right. All right. So I knew, I mean, and to this day, I still know when I go to stores, for some reason, the piece of fruit doesn't have a scanning ticket on it. And the little girl says to her next door neighbor what are these i'm so amazed that they don't know what it is do you know what yeah. i mean yeah so you have to really whether it's freestone or clingstone all of these things do play into being a more confident cook oh you know i think that's a really and, great point you and just enjoying made. food and that's why when people i do love it with wh whoever they are when i read stories about someone who really fell in love with something, you know, got a passion for sausages or whatever. Right. And then they t turn around and spend five years making them. Well, I think that's just absolutely extraordinary. But I think the more we know about our food, whether we're going to farmer's markets or Ralph's or whatever, right. the, our food's going to be better. Yeah. And it's just that it, it's kind of a lost art lots of times. I just know when I'm in other people, when I'm in markets nowadays, if I sometimes I ask people for something and their face is absolutely blank. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and they don't know the difference. They I don't know a, a Pippin, a Granny. No, they a do not. Granny Smith, a, no. you know, an Envy. A, or when I ask them for something that's unusual yeah. and they don't know where it lives because they don't know that a steak sauce would be next to the mustard that would be next to the oils because they're, you know what they I don't, mean? Yeah. They no, just I know. don't know. It's, it's and a it, different world. It's a the, different world, but that's why cookbooks that teach us yeah. also are so helpful in helping you identify product. That's all. Yeah. That was actually something useful to know. My Trader Joe's decided to change everything. Oh. I mean, honest to God, I don't know what they were thinking, you know, trying to figure out what belongs near what. I know. So it's a, it's an ongoing issue, I would say. But, you know, we're talking about summer entertaining, and I think there are those of us who just don't care about cooking that much anymore. And one of the great things about this time of year is our grill gets a mega workout. I, just I bet. Have, I make lots of marinades. We do different kinds of um, meat, fish, and poultry. That last week I did grilled Cornish hens that I butterflied so they were nice. flat with this incredible, I think it was a peach glaze or something. And it was like, oh my God, this is just summer. Tastes so good. You know what? My cheat on Cornish gain hens. What? I mix cranberry sauce. It can be the whole cranberry sauce. Yeah. I always have a can left over from Thanksgiving. Right. And it's always in the back of my cabinet. And I dilute that with orange juice. And then I use that as a marinade yeah. for chicken or Cornish gain hens and stuff like that during the year summer during the summer and really? it's delicious oh my god yeah well, that's interesting because it's sweet yes but it's got sticky in there do you know what i mean and well, the so orange can juice you grill cuts with it? Oh, i would think yes. it would be too it would it no. would get um burnt. It, 
No, it does nicely. Oh, and, nice. And now another, this is, these are going back to when I was learning to cook. Yeah. Another one that's really good. It gets very dark, but I have to tell you, it's so delicious. You mix half lemonade and um, mm-hmm. half soy sauce. Really? And you get, really, listen to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, check, yeah. I'm going to check this equal out. Equal parts. This. I'm going to tell you something. You can, can I buy, bit, like, lemonade at the store well, so I don't yeah, have to you make buy, it? I used to use the, the stuff in the can and just. Did you use the concentrate or did you yes, make it into lemonade? Concentrate. Concentrate. No, no, no. Did you make it into lemonade? No, I just used concentrate. Oh, with concentrate soy sauce. with the soy sauce. It okay. was delicious. It still is. I made it not too long ago. Wow. Just, yes. Thanks for so, all the tips. But I'll tell you, and it's because we don't use our grill enough. And here's the reason: my husband never wants to clean it, Diane. Okay. Right. So he makes it dirty, and then says to me, "Oh yes, yeah, someone needs to clean the grill." Well, I'm not sure who the someone is. He's the wait grill a minute, cleaner. Kenny. Okay, Kenny's got to learn to clean the grill. I bought Michael this gadget. You know, Kenny likes gadgets. So if you get him this electric cleaner where you just goes up and down, it's like oh. a fun activity. What okay. can I tell you? Okay, now let me tell you. I just want you to know. We'll try that, Diane. I'm in. Indiana once in the Amish country with my nieces and my grandniece and nephew. Right. And my phone rings. We're in a rental van that we're all traveling around. My sister was there. We're having a little summer fun in yeah. Indiana. And the phone rings and it's my husband and he wants to know when Cindy's coming in next so she can clean the grill. Oh, Kenny. And I had to say to him, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to tell you this. Cindy's never going to clean your grill. <laughs> okay. And you can take that any way you like, because I'm telling you this way, she isn't cleaning your grill. Oh, but, my God. Okay, well, we'll look into some ways to clean the grill that might be... There's an electric this. one. Okay. It's just this thing that you do, but then the guy that came out to clean my grill, and these are serious grill cleaners, right. started laughing when Michael showed him his apparatus. Oh, no. He just started laughing. Oh, no, that's And I said, well, what else are you supposed to use? Well, that could be very emasculating. <laughs> No, I, uh, I kind of... Uh, so speaking of grills, yes. what are you going to do for 4th of July? Oh, my goodness gracious. I have so many possibilities, I can't decide. Okay. I could be making pulled pork, which would not be using the grill, but doing it the entire day before. And then what are you going to do, make pulled pork sandwiches? Yep, or, on mm. Hawaiian bread buns. Okay, all and, right. And uh, I would serve that with a sweet corn pudding, and then I do a salad, a summer caprese. Caprice salad with watermelon, cucumber, and feta relish. And then, of course, I make one of my cobblers that are, you know, it depends what fruit's happening. And I have a couple of different cobblers. I mean, you can look this up. Just put in my name and put in cobbler or whatever. When you melt the butter, it's a very different texture in your uh, cobbler dough than when you do when you... When you um, crumb it or... Yes, when it's just softened. Yeah. And you add it to sugar. It's really interesting, those kinds of things. But so that's one of my ideas. And the other one would, of course, be ribs with my peach uh, apricot sauce, with ginger peach apricot uh, glaze and sauce. And you? Well, you know what? I'm going to be very traditional because now we may be having friends come over on the 4th of July. What I have, so I make barbecued chicken, plain old mm-hmm. barbecued chicken, usually have corn on the cob that I've wrapped in aluminum foil with salt, you know, salt. Yeah. And sometimes I've been adding queso fresco to it, so it's like a Mexican corn. Right. Fun. And then roasted red potato salad that I can make the day before, and that's why I like that. Let's stop right there. Yes. Let's talk potato salads for a minute because 
this is the time when you and I have a couple of ideas. I want to know what a roasted potato salad tastes like versus a you know steamed or a okay, boiled potato. That's, well, all I know is I I've been making it for years, and yeah. I put a little Dijon in the mayonnaise. What kind of potato do you use? A red, white. A, I usually use a red. Okay, so you're not using a Yukon Gold, no. nor are you using an Idaho. No. You're using the little red potato. Yes. Or, yeah, which I just bought because I'm going to be testing another potato salad. There you go. Red potatoes are good. Yes, yeah. and go I love them, honey, and it's just mayonnaise mixed with some Dijon mustard. Yeah. I put chives in it, and it's just... Simple I, and delicious. Simple, I would say the roasted, more than anything, the roasted potatoes give it a little deeper flavor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think I'm going to try that. Try that. Yeah. And I, the other thing that I do like, I like to make coleslaw for. Wait, back up. Do you, do, do you peel? Do you peel the potatoes or not? Uh, I, I wouldn't. I know. I don't think I've ever peeled them. That's yeah. Just, I, because once again, think about how easy this is. You know, when I started is. the roasted red potato salad yeah. was when I worked in the Napa Valley at Joe Phelps at the winery. Yeah. I would cook dinner. And you'd have I those left over? have tons left over. And then I turned around and used to use anything left over, try to figure out a way to make it for lunch the next day. Because lunch was, it, yeah. wasn't a big deal, but I still had some people to feed. But since it was two meals a day, I found other ways to turn food around. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, well, that's clever. And, and, it, it, and it worked. Yeah, and it was delicious. It okay. And then I'll make coleslaw, plain old. You know, I make a very simple coleslaw. My husband loves coleslaw. I love coleslaw. I use, you know both colored cabbages and sometimes now I have as I've moved into the 21st century yeah when I've been close to a real slicer you know like a professional slicer I did this on a cruise recently when I was teaching we sliced fennel bulbs into the coleslaw yeah that's and man was shredded yeah just shredded and man was that you know but I make a light kind of lemon vinaigrette for my coleslaw so it's not all creamy since I've already got a creamy on the right. potato salad. one of them has to have more one of them vinaigrette. Has to be right 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 and it's pretty traditional and um what do you do for dessert uh, usually now this is because if we're having vanilla ice cream or making ice cream, it's usually chocolate fudge brownies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A really good brownie, and I make a pan of them, and then I cut them bigger than you would normally cut a brownie. But it's like kind, a cake for uh, the yes, ice cream, right? A little so yeah. that you get enough of it with that scoop of vanilla ice cream. Right. And if the brownies are, you know, slightly warm. It, it's pretty wonderful. You know, I do the same kind of food. It's in Do It For Less parties. Then we have menus that are also in Do It For Less uh, weddings Cindy and I worked on. But, you know, it's really kind of, it's kind of food that people expect. Do you know Not what I mean? Not only on that, the they love it. They like it. You know, and the other thing is to do burgers and dogs. Absolutely. You know, I just did for my column, I just did a, a, my favorite burger, which I take a Peter Luger sauce, which is a steak sauce, right. any steak sauce with a little mayonnaise and mix it together, and I use that for instead of mayonnaise or Russian dressing. OMG, it yeah. is really a nice little thing. But and I also did ice cream um, milkshakes, which was oh, kind of a fun. fun thing, which you can oh, just yes. uh, do in the cuisine art or in the food processor very easily. You know what I did learn from the years in catering. I take all of the chicken that I want to barbecue, yeah. and I parboil it. Oh, you boil? I, I do. I bake mine. Okay. break it. You boil I, it? Really? I parboil it, Diane, and then what you just drain it off. And then I can bake it or 
barbecue it, right. it comes right it's, back. Because it won't get burnt because That's you've right. already got it partially. So and we basically do the same thing. I steam mine. By that go. I mean I, I make my marinade or whatever, put it in a pan, cover it so there's no air uh, with foil, and bake it. And then what happens is the same thing for you. It's partially cooked. And it's steamed and it's moist. I did it learning the first time I served barbecue chicken to a big summer event. And honey, one or two of the joints looked a little bloody. (laughs) Yeah, not good. You know how that goes through a room of 300 people. (laughs) Not good. All of a sudden, everybody stopped eating their chicken. And yeah, exactly. they ran back like to the uh, table to get more chili, and then you run out of the chili because they're not eating the chicken. In that way, you get the lovely barbecued flavor, but the chicken isn't raw, raw, raw when you put it on that grill. Yeah, I well, I think it, I think you're right. I mean, it it's makes really it, important. It makes it successful, and people get really upset because they're of, you know don't know how how to do that. So I exactly. think either way works. Either you steam it. Or you uh, parboil it like Denise does. Exactly. Let me tell you a quick dessert as we're wrapping up 4th of July. I'm sure it's on. If you um, Google Chicago Tribune, Diane Worthington, 4th of July ice cream pie. Mm. This is a five-minute recipe. You can get the chocolate crust. You've seen them in the baking department where they're in a a tin and they're already baked. You put your favorite flavors of ice cream layered or whatever. If you want to make a banana split one, you can slice bananas in between, do a couple layers, and then I just do whipped cream all around it, and then I do red, white, and blue sprinkles, and then I go to, like, Michael's or somewhere where I get tiny little American flags. It's so fast. That, it's People think it's really All right, now fabulous. let me tell you something. I kind of resent that you stole my uh, recipe. Ah! <laughs> do you have one like this? Well, I do it at Christmas. I take the chocolate crust. Right. And I put peppermint ice cream Oh, yeah, in that it. would be. Oh, my. And yummy. then I put a layer of chocolate fudge yes. on the top of it. Then more peppermint broken candy cane right um right cr- things and freeze it and i'm going to tell you something people go it's, nuts people go nuts and when i make it kenny my husband always says this is so white trash denise <laughs> i said then how come you're having a second piece <laughs> because he can't get enough of it it tastes delicious and to brownies make, ice cream pies so like much this. Fun. so easy everyone so don't stress for the for these holidays coming up whether it's an engagement party a graduation from grade school, high school, college. And, you know. There is no better time than summer than to have a potluck yeah. and assign people their jobs. That's the thing that's important about potlucks. Right. You don't want five salads or five desserts. You don't want five macaroni salads and you right. don't want five battered um, <laughs> battered brownie mixes. Oh, but God. if you give people an assignment... Right, and then you keep can, the menu correct. That's I mean, you right. know, you actually you have can, a menu. And you have to tell them. Yes. I have found that the only thing about my friends is that they don't know amounts. So if I want brownies from someone, I'll say to them, do you have an 8 by 8 brownie pan? They'll say, yeah. I said, we need two of those. <laughs> and then it gives them enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's amounts. When people are getting into 12 or 20 people, people don't know. How then, about a 9 by 13? Exactly. Yeah. But you need to tell people 
You know what I mean? Yes. Exa- no, that, that's a good point. Well, how see. much to bring to a potluck? And then it's fun, like two chickens or 16 pieces or Right, exactly. You know, that's something. a very good um, recommendation for anybody who's wondering how to even approach this. And very frankly, I don't know what we're going to do this year because what, we have like four invitations and which is never ever happens. I don't know what Four happened. I got popular this year. I, I That's what even, happened. I don't even have that. But many. because I'm having my meniscus fixed this week, I'm not going anywhere for a little while. I had to ask Diane where her meniscus was. <laughs> That's my knee. That's my knee. Most people in Hollywood are getting their vaginas fixed <laughs> at this age. So I wondered if that's I'm behind. She, I'm behind the eight ball. I was wondering what can if I tell it was you, code Denise? for that. But no, it's actually her meniscus. No, just so you is know. This is that little, I don't know if it's a ligament, what it is, but it kind of keeps your knee in good shape. And I am kind of obsessed. Let me know if anybody else is with pickleball. So fun. I was a tennis player, and now I'm playing pickleball, and I think I tore it when I was Ow. becoming a psycho. You know how I'm like on the barbecue? Well, see, you get really <laughs> focused, Diane. That's, you, that's understatement. That's who you are. You I know my daughter won't it. even play tennis with me. She said I ruined it for her because oh, I'd no. slam the ball at her oh, when dear. she was little. I, oh, dear. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Laura. That's a whole nother show, on isn't On that it? note... <laughs> That's a whole other show. Yes. Okay, so Mommy Dearest, thank you so much for today. (laughs) Cindy, thank you so much for today. Thanks, and we'll talk to you all soon. Write us questions. Come to our Facebook page, and it's Women Beyond at iPhone.com. iCloud. No, no, it's not iPhone, Diane. Wait a second. She's been drinking again. No, you said iPhone, not me, Denise. iCloud.com. I, and call us, write us. Come on, have fun with us. Have That's fun. That's what it's about. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.